I got a good feeling about today's episode, folks. Because it's one of the most common things you're gonna fucking hear. Resparking interest in a girl. So we're gonna we're gonna try to take it from a, a creative standpoint. I Shout out to Ninja T for asking for this topic, by the way. Yeah, this, this topic this. brought to you by a top listener, Ninja T. So. We'll get all the hoes out in the UK. <laughs> now that being said, we wanna tackle I wanna tackle this shit from like two different scenarios. The first scenario, scenario one. You're a guy, you're in a relationship. You got a girlfriend, things seem to be going well, but suddenly, I don't know, you feel like Science kind of changed The energy shifted Maybe she's getting kind of cold Maybe she's like replying a little later Or maybe yeah. just you just feel the energy changing Reaching out less Yeah And you start to think to yourself Man like how do I save this How do I re-spark interest And just make sure That things are where You want them to be Second scenario Scenario two The bitch dumped you And mm. now you're flat on your ass Looking at Tinder And you should be going out And meeting new bitches But instead you're wondering How to get her interest back And honestly We don't We don't We don't condone this shit But You know When push comes to shove Sometimes answers Just need to be told People right. want answers To their questions So that's what we're gonna do Yo Scenario one You in a relationship Shorty get Cold and shit Fucking A lot of the times bro I notice Girls just be getting bored bro it's just be getting tired and it's like i i feel them because sometimes you just get tired of seeing the same person every day and for you to re-spark interest just like figure out where the fuck you went wrong like how the fuck you became unattractive because as long as the girl's attracted to you and you got a deep connection with her she's gonna keep fucking with you no matter what so something went wrong there obviously so I don't know, troubleshoot the shit. Maybe you were too fucking like on top of her and you chilled way too much worse. This is a th- recurring theme in our in our podcast that we always say, like, yo, try to limit the amount of times that you chill with a girl during the week. Because when you chill four or five times a week or she's in your house every fucking day, she's bound to get fucking bored. You're bound to get fucking bored. So it's gonna happen. So maybe just hit her up with a random text. Like I think we said that in one of the Reddit yeah. episodes. <clears throat> We was like, just hit her up with a random dramatic text with her name, dot, dot, dot. She's going to, either she's going to fucking bite or she's not going to bite. That's just the way, if you haven't really spoken to this chick in a little bit, just like add a little tension to the cop. Because she's not, she's like a lot of the times, chicks be kind of eyeing the the rebound. You trying to come back into their life. Like they're not stupid and you're not stupid. You would see it if she did it to you too. So just... Have a little finesse. Don't don't go and spill your heart out of yo. I miss what we had. Yo, that's a that's a big mistake. A lot of dudes wait, make wait. like. Are you doing the scenario where they're still together but she's losing interest or she? Oh she shit! Bro- I did the second one. I did the second one when they're not together anymore. All right, so but, we could just do it in that order. It doesn't even matter. Look, point is, some shit about some shit. Oh yeah, don't go back to her talking about like oh I miss what we had, yeah. I miss what we had or whatever or like on some emotional angle. Yeah, like especially if it starts angle. going good. Like maybe you hit a up, it's like that. Oh hey, how's it been? Like just catching up type of energy, and you're like oh shit, we kind of got neutral ground. Seems yeah. like it could go somewhere. We might just get coffee, yeah. get a quick catch up. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as that shit starts to go well, and you're like oh shit things are going well, then you might just say you might just slip up and let some shit say yeah. say some shit like some oh, I kind of miss shit. you yeah, yeah yeah some soft shit even if you do say some soft soft shit like that say it in the angle of like I miss like I don't know it's something different like it doesn't it, ha- it can't it don't have to be some soft ass angle but that's unattractive in heroin so 
I wouldn't even do that at all. Nah, yeah, fuck that. Don't fuck even that do that. You just gotta fuck shit. it up. <laughs> Don't do that shit, bro. Don't I, even instead, mention. do the opposite. Be like, how have you changed? I, yeah. Act like. Like, you don't want her to be the same because you're a new person. You've moved on in life. How has she What's moved new on? About yeah, how has she grown? That should be more so the perspective. And you're just innocently catching up for coffee and trying to see where things... And, and just, if, you know, catching up and seeing what do, she's up to in life. If you do say this to her, I, w- I would say to point out, it's like, don't say what job you're working in now or what you're trying to do at your job. Nothing like that. Like, don't get into some monotonous-ass conversation. On some catch-up shit. It's not, it's not a catch-up type of thing like what's new about you. It's more about, like, how have you grown? That's the type of conversation you want to have. How have you grown as a person? Yeah, less logical, more emotional, more, like, introspective type shit where she's getting into, like, just proving don't, herself, don't get, qualifying herself. Exactly. A bit, don't get caught up in the fool's gold of nostalgia. Like, you could probably, like, finesse your way through a first couple of te- days of texting or... Uh, uh, like chilling with her for coffee one day with off straight off of the nostalgia and like the the retread but it's basically like you got to start from square one like and build that attraction yeah, and comfort and that, that deep connection sure. again like uh, like if she was just a new chick like you yeah, putting exactly. her through the ringer like she's a new chick like yep. all right what's up with you that's that's exactly right that's fucking exactly right and don't break even if the conversation goes well even if she says i miss you don't fucking break until you see her in person. Then you fucking put the moves on her and you you know you, you get it in, man. But don't do the shit. Stay neutral on the phone through text when you're setting up that coffee date. Mm-hmm. You know you guys can catch up and have. But don't get into the whole nostalgia shit. Don't say that. Wait for that shit. Yo, you ever feel like you meet someone too young? Don't get in that bag, yo. Don't get in your bag. Don't get in your feelings, man. Wait, wait. Repeat that. Like, don't ever get in that bag where you're like, oh, you ever feel like you met somebody too young? Something like that. Not a lot of oh, dudes yeah, be getting yeah, in that okay, type okay, of bag. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I met you I too young. You. I wasn't ready, blah, blah, blah. And then you come to her trying to, like, basically implying that you're ready to have some type of monogamous <laughs> type situation with yeah, her. Yeah, 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 like, you're not making you. her work for anything. So you kind of have to make her work for that again. Or it's just like, ew, ew. Also, yo, you got to be living your life, man. I mean, if you got to flex a bit. Not saying flex on social media for your exes because that's what everyone fucking does. But you should just get into the mindset. Hey, you start doing awesome shit. Maybe take a picture too. I don't know. I'm just saying. A lot of times, let's just be realistic. Bitches, when they see you with other new bitches that are bad as shit, they're suddenly like, oh shit, his level has ascended. So now I want to revalidate my value by seeing that I'm still on the same level as this motherfucker who moved up in life. So a lot of girls in his circle. Like if they're bad bitches, like she wanna feel like there she's on the level of a bad bitch to be with you, a high value dude like you, because of the way you fucking glue up. Yeah, we don't look, man. This what the fuck is this? Our forty fifth, forty first episode, it's in some the shit. 40s. Okay, so <laughs> this ain't nothing new, man. The whole like, okay, she's into you. Suddenly, she starts being into you as much. Y'all break then up, when whatever. You get new bitches. All of a sudden, uh, they all interested in you again. Or they, they hit you back up. You, we had a know, whole episode on that, on the like the no contact rule, or and then it, st- it, yeah. it ended up going from the no contact rule and ended up stemming into yeah. yeah, ended up stemming into girls exes hitting you back up out of nowhere, like yo, what's up? I haven't done shit. Yeah, and I see you doing shit. shit. They yeah. always play the. Catch up, you find out like she just got out of a relationship or some shit. Like, exactly. oh, yeah, big you're not even low, bitch. bitch. 
And she's trying to see where you at. He's like, oh, has he has he upgraded himself? Because if he upgraded himself, then like, boom, boom, boom. Maybe she has like some little connection to you still. It's even worse when some crazy shit happens and then they hit you up like nothing. They hit you up, yeah, no, or they hit you up. And they don't even ask about some crazy shit that happened to you. It's like, you're not even good at pretending like you give a fuck about my life. Deadass, yo, my grandma could have got hit by a bus. And they know that my grandma got hit by the bus. And they don't even mention that shit. Which, I don't know if, she, you know, she gonna, like, it's a little smooth of her to mention that shit off the bat. But it's just like, yo, are you okay, yo? I, I know there's <laughs> something bad shit happened to you. Yo, look, bro, I'm about to get, <clears throat> I'm oh, about to get kind of deep on you niggas, man. Oh, Listen, man. I know chicks are emotional. And I know everything is the dualistic, so there's always gonna be that good and evil nature. And you know, you know that if their emotions are in that moment, they can be as cold as ice. Now, Word. my pops passed before we really started the channel. That kind of like kickstarted me to go down the journey of like, all right, I'm either gonna do this shit now, or is that a now or fucking never? Because at this point, I'm already at the bottom mentally, so that's it. During this time. I'm on my emo shit. I'm not really hitting bitches up. I'm in my fucking cave. Yeah. Wanting my pops and shit. So during this time, I basically cut off a lot of bitches. Or like I stopped hitting up bitches like that. A lot of different chicks that Mm -hmm. I've known for years or whatever. Now, after some time has gone by and you kind of lose as much of that stronghold and shit because it's been so long or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes you get into conversations with them. Or they'll hit me up or whatever. But I could tell, like, a lot of them weren't really even genuinely, like... Interested? Yeah, like, like, not like, like, how's your pop? Like, how is your pop? Like, he was sick, right? Or how the fuck? Or, like, are you okay after what? You know what I mean? Just, it was just more so, like, about their pussy, man. Yeah, let me validate me, validate me, validate me. So in that moment, like, you can imagine at that point in life when you see shit like that, you're just like... What the fuck? Like, fuck have some class. all these bitches. So That's yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I'm just going on in on my shit right now. <laughs> when that shit happened, that kind of it just it just like I said, it just woke me up to a little bit of a harsh reality. Now you know this shit, but yet at the end of the day, there's it just different times in life. Shit is gonna get diff- tested in different ways, and a lot of times you can be disappointed mm-hmm. in how human nature fucking shows itself because. Like, even a dude, if he was hitting a chick up, or she, and he knew some shit had happened to her, would yeah, be like, yo, he's like. trying to smash, like, it's like, damn. Like, yeah, at least like, check if she good, or like, at least, at, at least, He like, would have the fucking conscious, logical yeah. mind to at least be like, to address that shit. Right. It's just weirdo shit. Like, bitch, you a weirdo. How the <laughs> fuck you hit me up? Like not even asking on some about pussy some shit. dick shit, and I know no a lot of bitches are down. thinking about themselves, but it's like no, it's not just you, bitch. It's like <laughs> a number of bitches, and it's like even if it's not a serious, serious relationship, mm-hmm. it's like side bitches that's been in your life for years. So it's like, all right, here's the thing: chicks are very, they like to claim the romantic shit, but what it is, right, is chicks they need affection and aggression, right, to get aroused. Like they need lust, and they need romance to get aroused. 
but just because they say romantic shit and they want romance doesn't, doesn't mean that they're deep. Yeah, yeah that just facts. means that that's what they actually need, right. literally, in order to get aroused. Right. So a lot of times they'll sit there and be all ro- romantic and you think this bitch has a soul, but really <laughs> it's just a natural part of her duality that she needs to get, become aroused. So, like, don't get it twisted. You Yo. met the bitch on a stripper pole. Don't now get, oh, shit, she sent me Yo. some fucking R&B songs. It was like, yo, these lyrics is like you, baby. Nah, man, Yo, you need Jin to fucking really shit off. pay attention. Get your shit off, Jen. Get, get I'm done, bro. Get your shit off, man. Finito. <laughs> finished. Yo, don't take this French. shit, like, don't take me laughing as this shit ain't serious. This is fucking dead serious. Because I've seen yeah, it. I've a lot of dudes are shit. young and they never been through the fucking, like, hard shit. They never seen chicks really, really tested. Especially dudes who've been from, That's why like, I'm split. good neighborhoods. That's why Let's I'm be split honest. on this episode. That's why I'm whole. I'm Everyone's on the great ho- in a great neighborhood. It's yeah. like every chick is smiling and seems like a great person. But you have to see what the fuck happens when, it, when you really do the ringer, bro. Yeah, only come with time, perspective, and experience. Which is why yeah, I'm kind of fucking shit, split on this episode. Because it's like, yeah, re-sparking interest is like a big topic. But it's like, yo, you shouldn't even be trying to do that. Because of the reasons that you just finished like so eloquently saying. Like, you got to, if you do do it, if you do do it, keep these things in mind that we're talking about. Take our fucking like horror stories of shit that has happened to us and take it into consideration and let it teach you how to move when you try to respark that interest. Make sure it's in a manner of that she has to prove herself to you again. Don't come back on some like, okay, this is me now. Look, I'm working out. I'm fucking chiseled. I'm fucking blah, blah, blah. I'm doing my shit. Yo, keep it's going, not, bro. That's it's so not only you. It's not only it's you got to. Because a, a lot of dudes, when they be talking about like resparking interest with a girl. And like I've seen a lot of different dating coaches like that they just be like come back come back alpha come back as the that motherfucker come back as as this high value man but at the same time it's not only about how you come back it's about how she come back and if she's even worth considering to re-spark that interest so ask yourself that before you even take that first step in trying to you know come back as that motherfucker and do you you should be doing that shit for yourself that shit should just naturally like you shouldn't even need this episode because you're naturally doing shit for yourself in order for her to be even be attracted to you because you're working on your shit and you're showing passion in your shit and you're actually working towards a goal that this girl can get behind because at the end of the day, as a girl's part of the duality is to follow a leader and follow like a man that she thinks can, you know, like lead her to the promised land, whatever. Some, some, a dude that's fucking solid. So if you're solid, you ain't going to have to do too much. You know how many girls, yo, Jin is my fucking witness, and Jin always makes the jokes of, like, how he made people witnesses, because my mom has seen him bag, and everybody's seen him bag, but he has been my witness. witness. I am a witness. As well, like, I've had chicks that I've been fucking around with since I was, like, 15, 16 years old, and I'm 26 now, and they're still in my life, and they still want the D, and why? It isn't necessarily because I'm constantly re-sparking interest and constantly reinventing myself for her. It's more so... Because they they recognize and they remember that I was fucking solid all throughout. So maintain that fucking solid frame. Don't fucking cave out and you know what I mean. Of course, like my man said, you gotta have the romance with the lust. So at some point, you gotta like soften up a little to like give her that in order to to build that fucking arousal. But at the same time, do it smart. Don't be caving in. Talking about yo, I miss what we had. 
Now, as far as a girl that's, since we got off on chicks, like, fucking breaking up with you or you breaking up with them or you leaving or just going separate ways and coming back and shit like that, what about the girl that you're in a relationship with, bro? A girl that's, like, slowly, the you could feel the attraction and the fucking, and the connection waning a little bit. <laughs> I or knew even you were going to say waning. <laughs> or even, <laughs> or even if, if it's a chick you just started texting a couple weeks ago and then it went good for a while and then she kind of stopped texting you and blah, blah, blah. And then you want to kind of, like, bring, bring it back to a good rapport again. Yeah. What do you think? Or like you said earlier, it's like troubleshooting. You troubleshooting what the fuck happened, which usually is that you probably got kind of soft or you let things get or, monotonous. Or you waited or you fucking, too long to set up a date, yo. That's that's one big thing. Well, yeah, you like waited too just, fucking long to, to set up a date <laughs> or you waited too fucking long to even get her on the phone if you're texting this chick. If you, It's a text situation. I've been saying this all throughout Reddit threads for like this whole week. Whenever I see some shit like, yo, how do I text her? I'll be like, at the end, i just be like, Get her on the fucking phone. It's just way more personal. You could feel the fluxes in each other's voices, and it's just yeah. it's, it's easier for you to get that kind of like good rapport going yeah, in order yeah. to get her to meet up with you somewhere again after like or meet up with you in the first place if you you know been texting her and haven't really got to that point. You no, know, I think it comes down to in pretty much all the situations. It just comes down to trying to basically reattract her from scratch. Like it's from scratch again. If you, even if you're still in a relationship or whatever, and most of the time it's best to take a little time, even yeah. if it's just two days. Because if you seen the bitch all the time and you take two days, mm-hmm. that could seem like a lot of that time makes a big or move. two weeks or for a chick that maybe you on and off with whatever. <laughs> then you hit her up and you hit her up with the mindset of like everything we just spoken about. Mm-hmm. Them validating themselves, you being the shit, and ultimately coming for, coming at it from a neutral ground like just from the start from the scratch up where you're reattracting her again you're not like for example if you're in a relationship and you're trying to respark interest don't call her baby facts call her by her first name right or or just put it in your mind that this is almost like a first date again she's, she's almost gonna, gonna notice the kind of difference, difference right and then yeah. she's gonna try to be like yo what's going on with exactly fuck? and chicks are great at reflecting your energy so when mm-hmm. they kind of feel it and then they're gonna start to enjoy what's gonna happen is they're gonna start to enjoy the hunt again yeah and, and they're gonna start to yeah the, the attraction to your independence exactly and they're gonna start to re-remember why they liked you they're gonna start to re-experience because this motherfucker don't need me he want me but he don't need me that's like that's like kind of like a plain terms of it but at the same time the fact that you took that time away from her proves that for her like yo he doesn't need to see me every day he's not codependent he's not fucking so insecure that he needs a text from me every day to fucking feel like he's validated or whatever you you're doing your own shit it doesn't like you're taking time to do your own shit. You don't need to be yeah. this girl every day. Practice casual enthusiasm where it's almost like, you know how chicks will play dumb? Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, I just wanted to catch up. It's kind of like that vibe again. Like, oh, yeah, let's go do something. It's really cool. If but it's the energy is kind of like, like you could take it or leave it, even if you are in a relationship. All right. Now, if you're in a relationship, now back to the troubleshooting portion. Hit me. If you haven't made her qualify in a while, that might be a big thing. That might be the reason this shit is waning because she got comfortable and it's just oh la di da di da we're in uh, boyfriend girlfriend mode and da 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 and while before you might have been interesting and she might have had to prove herself to you and prove her worth to you to be in your life now she don't feel like she has to do that and you just let her like get complacent and like he said 
she fucking misses the hunt. So now you, motherfucker, you dead meat. You a fucking antelope in this lioness's fucking throat and shit. So Black the Widow hunt, has you in her hole, So bro. the hunt is like, fucking over. So make her qualify again. If you're starting over, make her qualify again. That's a big part of attraction. Just being like, you could even come to her on some deep shit. It only have to be some confrontational fucking like, oh, so what's up with you? It, it could be on a deep way like, yo, I had an epiphany the other day and... I was thinking a lot about where my life is going and the people that I'm going to have in and out of my life. And right now, I'm just evaluating, like, what's going on with you and me and, like, if we're, if we're going to stay in each other's lives. And even, even if it's not on some boyfriend-girlfriend shit, like, the type of value that we're bringing to each other's lives. And even just getting to her on a deep Hell, level you, you like that. You could not even call her out. You could just say that, like, oh, yeah, I'm just kind of reevaluating everyone in my life. And not even mention her. Just exactly. say it like you're venting to her. And she's going to take a note of that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this is a sh- there's a shift happening in this dude right now. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I was going, I was feeling it's, mad comfortable. Like, I know what's going like, on. Damn. And now suddenly it's like the rug's been pulled out. And she's like, she. Before she can even think to move away, she's trying to mm-hmm. figure out, like, what's happening so she can figure out whether she wants to hop back on the wave or not. That's a fact. That's one way to fucking make her qualify. Video just got done. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing a video. We're dropping a video on how to date women if you have a disability today because I read a dope-ass question about that shit. And it just it applies even if you don't have a disability. I think it's something to take from everybody. For everybody. Because it's just basically taking an advantage of this something that's a disadvantage and Mm -hmm. trying to put it to the forefront like if i was in a wheelchair i'd Mm -hmm. be telling chick especially since i'm in a wheelchair because everything is like a seesaw energy so shout outs to that user though i'm sorry to cut you off but shout outs to that user though because the fact that he's on a fucking seduction forum or like online trying to figure out ways how to get better and how to even make the most out of his situation and, and make a a a fucking strength out of his weakness which is his handicap or whatever disability he may have and he's out here trying to better himself and and see what's up and like there's dudes out here with fucking 100 percent health they're young they're in their 20s they're in their they're in their early 30s their dick still works and they they got it all going for them they might not be the most attractive guys but this motherfucker's in a wheelchair trying to fucking learn how to bag what's your excuse what's your excuse this motherfucker what he said, he had this like cerebral palsy. He has cerebral yeah. palsy. He could, he, he, he's, 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 he's wheelchair, wheelchair bound, and he's trying to get some pussy, and he's trying to bag, and he's trying to better himself, and he's thinking in the most and positive it was, mindset. It was positively written too. It was exactly. like cheers at the end. It wasn't awesome. Fucking woe is me, and he's in a wheelchair. Like he don't have time to be fucking depressed. You know what I mean? That's a fact. It may it puts a lot of things into perspective. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. in the hood. There's no school shootings. You ever knew that? There's no school shootings in the hood. Like, dudes in the hood are too, like, oh, shit, I'm in the hood to eat. It's like, there's no time to be depressed. You can't be caught slipping, so it's like, no time to be. Yeah, that's too funny. That's facts. You like fucking even the quiet kids are going to scrap if you fuck with them long enough. That's a fact. Yo, man, that is a good point. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. A, that's a good-ass point, man. Oh, shit. But. Um, nah, yeah. Back to wheelchair, dude. Fuck, I totally lost my train of thought. Now nah, you got inspired nah, by him yeah, to make yeah, a video? Just, um, yeah, and it was just all about turning a disadvantage into an advantage. Like, if I was, I was going to say, like, if I was in a fucking wheelchair. Right. Especially since you're in a wheelchair, you know, everything's a seesaw energy. So, like, if you're super duper good looking, acting too cocky might actually bring you more shit tests, for example. Mm-hmm. But if you're fat, 
you can take the cocky funny jokes even further because people don't expect it from you. If you're in a wheelchair and I'll be over here telling chicks like, yeah, I'm in a wheelchair, but I only take cute bitches in my lap. Like, <laughs> you say some like shit that. like that, chicks are going to bust out fucking laughing. Like, yeah. whatever the case is, I'm going to take something that's negative and now switch because everything's like an NLP, just an energy associated. So when yeah. someone sees someone in a wheelchair, especially girls because they're very energy based. They've been conditioned to just associate pity. Don't say right. something, nothing wrong. So right. if you come and you put that shit to the, to forefront, the forefront, right? Like, do you even think you're worthy of riding in my wheelchair? You see all these the lame fact. motherfuckers, these lame niggas walking around. You think I gotta walk around? Yeah. I'm a king. This is the king's throne. Do he kings can make walk, <laughs> bitch. I got four bitches to carry me everywhere. You gotta have, <laughs> put that fucking mindset. Right. Now you separate yourself from everybody, man. He could be like, bitch. I don't even need this wheelchair. I just like bad bitches wheeling me around all day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you won. That's it. I'm about to leave the podcast. You won. Forever. Oh, shit. That's the greatest shit. Damn. Now we got to tell this motherfucker about this podcast, too. Right. Yeah. Did fuck? I? Have, so I'm going to link him to this podcast. So he is like, Yo, these are, these are nice fucking shits for you to use out there in the field. What time boy. is it? What time is it so far on the podcast? Just so I, we 25 re- minutes. All right. 20, around 25 minutes in, bro. <laughs> make a note. Let me make a note of that. Boom. But um, back to re-sparking interest, man. I feel like this topic is like it's, I'm so yo, it's so he's over so, it, folks. Yeah, like it's so split. Like, I don't know, man. I don't want like I I've noticed myself that retreading back where I was before yeah, is not yucky. even worth it anymore. Like every time that I've done that, even with feels chicks, wrong. even with chicks that I had as just friends on the side or as orbiter chicks. That was just there, and then I, I decided to take them, to promote them to the next level, and it's just like, nah, like, you too comfortable. A lot of the time, those chicks be too, they already be too comfortable, and they have, like, a certain mindset about you, and just, like, the going through the, shm- like, the, the, the mud of trying to get back into, the, to like, that fucking view of her being, like, you being this god to her is just, like, not even worth it, the work that it's going to take. Instead of just bagging some new chick that you feel like is even better, and you could do the same thing that we're telling you to do, to do in this podcast, instead of doing it with your ex or doing it with the girl that you're in a relationship with that is waning, do it with a new chick. It's a fact. It's my man. recommendation. You everything you need, man. You got your legs right. But if you you're fucking, fucking if you a lover outside, boy, motherfucker. You a lover boy. You a lovey dovey boy, and you fucking love this chick, whatever. And she's she's not like that awful of a human being or whatever. And she's just kind of getting bored. Then we gonna help you out. Don't worry about it. Speaking from firsthand experience, typically what happened for me was that time went by. Mm. I started being awesome in life. Right. And then we hit each other up on some neutral grounds type shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of slowly caught up to what each other were doing or whatever. Mm. And then set up like an upbeat, casual energy coffee day to just catch up where it wasn't like life or death. Right. Then when that happens, then I'm just I'm turning it on. And then we start all over from scratch seducing her again. That's right. typically with a chick that I haven't spoken to in a while. That's basically the whole process most of the time. Now, if you're in a relationship, you just instead take a little time and just reattract it from scratch. Instead mm-hmm. of it being a lot, a lot of time, yeah. just take a little bit of time. Maybe two days is even a lot of time if you've been seeing each other all the fucking time. But right. come back with a bit more of a neutral energy and she's going to kind of feel that shit. And matter of fact, a good thing to do would be to meet in a, in a outside in the place. Even if you're in a relationship, right. if you haven't seen each other in two days or a week or whatever... 
Next time you see her, see her outside. So it's not like this comfort level. Like, oh, she shows up to your house. So now she's already like yeah, in like that comfort. In that yeah, mode. yeah. She's back in that NLP. Like, take her somewhere that's completely fresh and come with your new neutral energy, fresh, attracting from scratch. And then she's going to start to fall in love once again with the hunt and with you. And you smooth, sly motherfucker. That's what it comes down to, right? Facts. That's, that's Yo, really the two I actually, I want to I wanna give another angle to it that's separate from the chick. That you're in a relationship with and it's waning and the uh, and like the chick where you broke she broke up with you you broke up with her and she's you trying to get her back in your life this is a different scenario and we've talked about it in podcasts before the patented gin and juice 90 day rule that a chick as long as you have her in your rotation or you have her on the side and you're fucking this girl and you're constantly seeing this girl and or going on dates with this girl Give it 90 days at the most. At the most, she's going to ask you, what are we? She's going to try to get you into a monogamous relationship or see where things are going. And they, they feel like that insecurity. They feel like you got to va- kind of validate them a little, like that you're they're not just some chick that they're fucking, that you're fucking, you know, frivolously or whatever, that she actually means something to you. So they always have to reinforce that. So it might be that she hit you with the 90-day rule and then you wasn't kind of with it and you was kind of like, nah, I'm not really really for like some monogamous situation or like maybe you were like, oh, you know, like I don't know if I'm, I'm ready for, for yeah. anything serious right now. And she, what, you, know what, you know what they start doing? They start being distant all of a sudden or they'll start fucking try to get you jealous and do jealous plot lines with other dudes or whatever and have orbiter guys on the side to try to get you insecure and, and then try to get you to jump into, yeah, into getting a monogamous relationship and shit like, like that. So That's why there's no point even trying to in, be the one to start the In that the scenario, I would say you don't even have to do anything because if you don't cave in that situation and, and, and validate her, give her that, that monogamous relationship or that title or whatever – it's almost like that in, in in itself is high value for you. And she might like stop talking to you for a while, not hit you up for a month, two months. But take it from me and Jen, she will hit you up eventually because you left on a high note. You left on a nah, I don't think you ready for me type type yeah, role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. she still has to come back on like, okay, am I ready for you now? Or like, or, or, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So. In that situation, or you don't could, do nothing. You could let her give walk it, away. You could give it a title, but let her know there's like 800 fucking rules to be a stitch. Like, this <laughs> rules is and not regulations some shit. to be in my head. Yeah, and I'm still, and number, rule number one is I'm still fucking other bitches. That's, <laughs> there's a bunch of rules, man. There's a bunch of things. Because not just that, but yo, a lot of people hear this and be like, what? That sounds intense. But it's like, no, that sounds unique. That sounds worthy. That sounds like some high value shit. Mm-hmm. It's not just. Oh, I like you. Get to be my girl. Hell no. You know how many yeah. bitches giving me headaches in my life? This is a very prestigious position among positions. That's so, a fact. So it's like there's a lot of things that even if I begin to give you that title, we go down that road. Because a lot of times, I don't know. It, it is weird, dude, because it's like it's weird how much chicks want the logical title, yet they're mm-hmm. these energetic beings, but they mm-hmm. push for that logical title so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just be like, just give her this shit. If you just give her this shit, it's just the same got, shit. Give, give her the shit and be like, but I'm going to be that same motherfucker that you fell in love with. And whatever I, I was doing when you That's fell in fact. love with me, I'm going to keep doing that. So if you was fucking other girls when she fell in love with you, keep fucking other girls. If you was not chilling with her every every other fucking day and you only chilled with her once a week, keep chilling her once a week. Because at the end of the day, 
all they seek is that validation for that routine because that routine is up in the air of her chilling with you once a week or whatever but she wants that's why she wants that logical like you know what i'm saying that concrete shit like yes we're chilling every, like only once a week and you're having your space and you're fucking other girls but i'm still gonna maintain a role in your life i'm still gonna be working for you type shit you know what i'm saying that's kind of what they looking for in a way yeah i feel you that's um also it has to be a chick that you know you you actually have validated like you like that you validated as a fucking person and and that's the shit you can't really do that shit after three months this is when they basically are you with that shit yeah so you can kind of like give them a title but just let them know that that shit ain't a crazy fucking title it's something that you still have to work to but at the same time yeah i do like you i still want to see you or whatever she's a cool chick and she you feel like she's worth but just let her know man there's no classism in the harem that's the rule Facts. i just want everyone to know man there's no class because a lot of chicks that's how that's how they start abusing the rules and that's how you start getting into shit is when you start giving chicks positions over, right, other, over chicks. other chicks yeah, so they feel like they, they could check you in the yeah, other chicks it's because like, it's like oh those chicks are beneath me so i could check you on that chick because i play i have this queen value yeah, and, she's and just i get like, to validate the other girls it's yeah, like nah 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 we're saying this is people like when you have multiple girls in a room when you have two more girls in a room and you let them know like there's no classism in the harem when you do with because at the end of the day i'm not dealing with drama right cool thing is is that you know chicks a lot of times they could kind of check each other Mm. with each other's press but at the same time being the shit it also takes cool chicks man because i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. have two chicks in a room that are knuckleheads nah yeah i have but (laughs) (laughs) just for the experience (laughs) though having threesomes and shit anything long term where you're actually gonna have the chicks around each other yeah they gotta be cool man that's a fact your your harem has to be a sacred sacred fucking order of bad bitches who work to please you you know what i mean like you're not gonna have no knucklehead bitches (laughs) (laughs) a round table of hoes nah yeah man now you was about to one say knucklehead bitch who fuck up the whole harem, Dead and then ass. you're gonna have to get the other. F- you're gonna have to get all the other bitches to be ass to restore <laughs> order and symbiotic peace within the harem. See, a lot of people are gonna think we're joking, but this is just next level shit. But when you're talking to fucking cavemen about some crazy shit, some crazy science shit, they're gonna yeah. be like looking at you like you're talking alien, man. Boonga boonga. <laughs> but when you go through the rice banking on the passages, yeah. you're gonna come out the other side like, wow, I understand what my sensei meant. I've I've had There's a lot no of dudes not trust us. They, a lot of dudes don't trust us when we say that, yo. Chicks are way cooler with you fucking other girls than you may think. So if you if you don't fold and you keep that poker face and you establish that as part of the reality of, of being around you and being with you, she gonna go along with it. And a lot of dudes don't they don't they be they don't be giving us our credit, man. I'm telling you, I'm t- yo. Cause they soft, bro. They fucking nah, soft, take, man. You gotta take the risk, man. But, you gotta but to take be the fair, risk. we went through the whole experience of monogamous first. Cause you, so right. if you haven't do that, do all that shit. But then come back to this episode right now and be like oh yeah. shit let me re- let me just run this shit back real quick just run this shit back real quick man yeah, you do a, you you end not, up yo not only is it because a lot of times things dudes think it's just like oh like they accept it they accept you for, it's like no they like it yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. want it if they are all right you're a guy you walk into a room all the bitches want you and then you're a guy b 
That's guy A. Mm-hmm. Your guy B, you walk to the room, and none of the bitches want you, none of them pay attention to. Right. Who is the average chick going to be more attracted to? The guy A, right? The guy who's attracting all the other girls in the right? room. So if there's a sexual attraction developed from other women wanting that dude, or right, right? And our nature as a dude mm-hmm. is we just see pretty chicks and we, we fuck them, no strings attached. Yeah. They're inherently attracted to our nature and that part of our nature. They just also have a dualistic... You know, you want to possess and control, but you have that feeling. Of, it's like everything's fucking dual. You're never going to be like 100% right. happy, 100 this. But when you look at a chick, yeah. they are, if they are attracted in social situation like that, that also extends to sexuality. Because at the end of the day, that's the difference between a friend and a non-friend is sexuality. So if a chick looks at a dude and that dude got a bunch of other bitches on him and she feels more attracted because of that, that also extends to her fucking vagina. But she's not even going to give her the opportunity to experience that because you want a moral fag and you actually take the opportunity away. Like every chick I met is bisexual. Any chick who says she's not, she's lying. Bitch lying. She's lying. <laughs> and the reason she's lying is because she knows the minute, the minute she says it, you're going to believe it like a fool. And right. she's going to see... The, the flinch you flinch you know what i mean they, they jump at you when you flinch like a bitch they they know they could just but i'm telling you man there hasn't been a single chick where like my narration skills in the bedroom mm-hmm. haven't made her just get off to all types of shit and that includes chicks man that's like baby shit that's why baby if shit. you're early on in the interactions with a girl i'm telling you now Heed, heed what we're telling you right now and introduce the idea of her being turned on by you fucking other girls immediately. Like, put, yo, right now, like, fucking text that bitch and be like, yo, I bet you would love to just watch me fuck the shit out of a bad bitch with a fat ass or whatever the fuck you're into or whatever. Just use verbal language like that. Introduce it verbally to then eventually mentally to her. It's just going to be part of the reality of your sex, your sex life together. So, to her, it'll just be like run of the mill shit. It's not gonna be some crazy shit like, oh my god, he's fucking other girls. Yeah, but, she's like, yeah, nah, I like him you, fucking other yeah, girls. Yeah, you can't just be square, mix square, and then come through. Yeah, you gotta have some nuance to it. Yeah, it's like from day one, I'm already saying, I'm already showing I'm a sexual person. She's like, oh, my mom just called. Is your mom hot? Yeah. Oh, my sister's came. Is she hot? <laughs> like, from the start it's yeah. like and I'm, and I'm joking like oh you're gonna be my fucking stripper coke whore fucking threesome wife and we're gonna go around fucking whatever the fuck i'm saying shit from the start and i understand you don't have to go this far it may not be your personality or whatever the case is but make it clear from the start that you're not scared that you have an open sexuality that you're non-judgmental so she can open the fuck up and ultimately so that you can have the lead because here's the thing from when the start when you do the craziest shit from the start I like doing the craziest shit in the beginning just so that anytime she remembers us and how we met it's like you can't say anything cause you knew you, you remember knew from day one from day one I was, one, I was like exactly that I was like unpredictable whatever the case was it's not even just about being unpredictable it's just about not cause at the end of the day man this society most of the fucking world, like half the world was taken over by white people. They brought like Christianity and shit. I'm not getting political. This is just facts. So Christianity has a lot of like negative sexuality. Repressed shit. Yeah, yeah, repressed. So that shit 
follows us it to this day. Into the culture. A lot of people don't realize it, but guess what? When you call someone an asshole, you call someone a dickhead, you call someone a pussy, it's like, oh, wow. Negative All the negative the... emotions are associated to your sexual body parts. Where do you think that comes from? You don't even think of shit like that. Unconsciously, from the moment you're born, your sexuality is being like fucking like inherently associated with negative shit. I also think that makes people have like overly weirdo type sexuality type shit or maybe just lean more towards negative energy because it's just been so swinging of the pendulum yeah. the other way yeah and then it's repressed so much so it's building up and you got all this negative you know what i mean that type of shit so when you show that you're different that you're different than novelty that shit goes a long way man and we came a long way from the original topic but still, this all this bleeds is, in together, this is, man. This is this is oh. the the whole point is like that you don't have like you're not gonna end up having to respark interest really, if you fucking think about it in in this frame of mind and with keeping these different pillars of shit in mind of keeping her working for you and trying to stay in your life, keeping it in that angle, keeping your sexual angle that you're a wanted man, like you're a highly sought after man. That you like fucking other bitches and she's turned on by you fucking other bitches. And what else did we say? Uh, the qualifying thing. Keep her qualifying. That I just said that. And I think it was one more thing. One more thing. Oh, just like having a deep conversation with her. On some real shit about reevaluating shit. And just showing her that you're trying to move forward somewhere and she either she's going to be in it or she's not. But she got to put up or shut up. She got to show some type of like energy towards you that she wants to stay in your life that she's worthy of even staying in for your life in order for you to even want to respark that interest that is a fact though jacko yeah man <laughs> I, even, I feel like we hit the nail on the head man the only thing left would be like the actual tactical what the fuck or flirty shit to say we but it's said like, some shit some on, different texts to send her some different things to do if you try to get her out on the first like on another date or get her back into outside in public with you or whatever or here's, when a, here's text, a qualifying we we'll throw some i'll throw some shit on the wall all right here's a decent little qualifying question you could be like all right let's say her name is rebecca you could be like what is the 27 year old rebecca like, how is the 27-year-old Rebecca different from the 23-year-old Rebecca? Maybe you just Whenever met Whenever the last time you was inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Questions that's more like, it's validating, but it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's deep. It's kind of emotional almost. Right. It kind of appeals to like an emotional, deep kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Plus, if she, if she reacts negatively to that, she's just going to look like a dick. Like, damn, you don't want to... You don't want to have show any growth at all. Like you're fucking. You nah, they all. You feel all offended. Gonna try to like validate. Yeah, that. they always do, point. right? Yeah, man. Because chicks are so weary of not looking bad. Yeah, you can just kind of set up the situation to where they just naturally. It's just like, like damn, I can't have this guy think just, I have been doing shit. <laughs> yeah, you go up to a chick and he's like. Do you support animal abuse? I don't know some shit where it's yeah. just like every. It's just the answer is obvious to of be like this is the like this is the answer that doesn't make me look bad. Like yeah. that's the fucking thing that they're gonna take. Mm. And also gets just them thinking like, oh shit, this dude's moved on. He has standards now. Right. What changed? I wonder what changed. Maybe I'll find out over some coffee. Bam. See that? See how that works? We think of it as shit from the host's perspective once in a while. <laughs> the shit will actually make sense instead of always... Because th- dudes are always thinking of it from their... Pro- Projecting oh, I, I the logical think that's thing. corny. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you a bitch? 
Are you a chick listening to me sexually say this shit to you? Like, right. no. Why it, do you... Man, listen. I don't think he's very good looking. Say, like, you'll hear dudes say shit. Like, it's like, you're not a bitch. Why what do you the even, fuck? Yo, the, the thing that bothers me about that is that if you think about it of where this whole... Like the whole pickup and seduction community and all this shit started. It started with motherfucker wearing big ass fucking cow print hats and fucking boas and all this kind of cot like peacock and shit. And you don't think everybody was saying, oh, that's goofy or that, oh, that's corny or whatever. But the bitches love the shit. So you got to think in her mindset, of course, like to you, like the boa might be stupid, but to her, she gonna be like, yo, this guy's mysterious as fuck, blah, 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 blah. Like he has the confidence to wear dumb shit. Like she can even recognize as dumb, but yo, he has the confidence and he's wearing this dumb shit like it's the fucking most popping shit that I've ever seen in my life. And even that will take it a long way. Your mentality like affects things in a big way. If you come in with some meek, like, yo, I don't want to look bad type shit, even even in that regard, like oh oh, that's kind of corny. Even we'll if you, even safe. having that mindset, you're already starting. You're already starting off like five steps behind the shit because you're yeah. already thinking about like not fucking it up. And also, you gotta be less judgmental yourself because when you judge other motherfuckers, it unconsciously infects you because now the next time you do some shit, you're like oh shit, people are talking shit. Why do you think people are talking shit? Because you're that motherfucker talking shit. Right. You have it confirmed to yourself that there's never going to be people talking shit. Someone else who's more positive might be might not necessarily jump to, oh my God, people are going to be talking shit. But you know because you're one of those people. Right. You're one of those people sitting in the audience going, oh, that's okay. so cringe. That's cringe. That's cr- Everything is cringe. I fucking hate the word cringe. But you're not cringe. Right. The, the dudes who are cringe are the ones who call shit cringe. Because you're the one thinking about it it's like walking to a room and, oh this is awkward motherfucker it wasn't awkward until you said it right like, you said it asshole you're the yo, awkward one fact, someone kicked this nigga yo, out the fucking window a crazy st- yo it's funny that you even say that because it connects to a real life situation i had a situation where i i fucking like brought like a couple of girls to my crib and my my mans was there my bro was there and at one point, he said that. He's like, oh, awkward, because it was quiet. And we was just chilling. It was quiet. Like, yo, awkward silence. And I'm like, yo, we was chilling until you mentioned that. So that, and then the girl said that. The girl actually said, I was thinking it, but the girl actually said that. It's like, it wasn't awkward until you just made it awkward. And it's like, look yo, at that. that nigga, a real life that situation. said that shit in front of girls. Yeah, there was like three oh girls there. And it was just God. me and him. I was like, oh, Ooh, man. This isn't a bad wingman. sitcom. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, in, instead of saying, damn, this is awkward, if you would have went and you would have sat down in between the other two chicks that was there instead of sitting on the other couch, maybe it would have been a different kind of vibe instead of saying it's awkward. Like, you could have been said like, yo, anything it's, else. It's, it's quiet in here. Like, let's liven this shit up and then sit between them and then just look look at both of them and be like, yo, so what's up? Like, let's liven this shit up. You don't have oh, to You could have been like, like, you know what I love? Sexy silences. <laughs> and then just sit next to them. Right. And they're going to laugh. And then they're like, you're going to fucking right. re-enhance the awesomeness of the situation exactly. instead of fucking associating garbage and energy to Negativity it. Yeah, into the whole interaction. they're going to fucking feel that shit. Thing. And if y'all smoking weed or some shit, now it's going to be twice as bad. They're going to yeah. feel that silence that maybe they was just chilling or yeah. something. And now you done really fucked it up, man. You know, man, I was thinking. Just thinking of new concepts for the channel and shit. I was thinking about doing a video where it's like two sides of me answering. Mm-hmm. Since there's always two sides, it's like you get a question 
and there's two sides. Like, you, there's the one side that just answers the question technically, and then there's the other side that's just like, motherfucker, do this shit right here. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So it's like, a lot of times when I'm doing videos, I feel like I have to balance those two sides. or And it's like, I'd rather go all the way with one side and go all the way with the other side. Right. But I'm going to try to do it in a creative way. I want to, like, incorporate, not acting, but just something a little more creative to challenge myself because... I want us to keep growing, even regardless right. of the numbers or whatever the case is, just trying to fucking do new shit. Because it's like, you look at where shit is at, and it's just a lot of copy. It's just a lot of the same shit. Stagnation. Yeah, a lot of people stagnant. doing the same video types and the same just perspectives, the same. Co- it just seems like a repeat, a repeat. So it's like, I like... I like creative shit, man. I like this podcast. I like the fact that yeah, we that's talk. Why I like the way we talk in this podcast because it's just it's, it's not it's just that, this it's, is the way yeah. to technically attract a woman and let's stay in the middle and be liked or whatever the fuck. Absolutely, man. It's not always on some X Y C logical planning shit. Even though that's your side of the duality, but sometimes you got to look at more in a fucking philosophical sense and shit like that. Even when it comes to like not having awkward as a mentality or not being scared to introduce the idea of you fucking other girls to the girl that you that you like shouldn't be afraid to lose in the first place and shit like that just the philosophical thinking of it goes a long way along with the game plan like you can't just have a game plan and then there's no soul behind it you know what i'm saying like the phil- the philosophical side to it is the soul to it and that's what separates you from the fucking other NPCs out there, that you actually have some, you you derive some passion into the, into this thing that you're doing, into att- attracting this girl. Seduction to you is not just a fucking formula. It's like it's like a lifestyle. It's like something that you, a code of ethics that you live by. Whatever that is to you, seduction to you, whether it's fucking uh, uh, having a harem, and fucking multiple girls, or not doing the monogamous thing, or not taking what, or, shit, or, or, or just exactly having not having goofy chicks lifestyle. in your life, or all that shit. That, yeah, like you could just be like, yo, in my relationships, ethics. I don't do arguments. That's right. one of my stipulations. I don't do arguments. I'm not even saying this for myself, but I'm saying like this is something you could say. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do arguments. This is something that no one would think about, right? Everyone just accepts it, but it's like, what happens when you argue and then you have kids or whatever? Now your kids got to witness you motherfuckers arguing, which is what a lot of people, most people probably have to deal with, even though I now guarantee there's actually, are, yeah, there actually are people out there who never let the kids see them argue. Like, they actually had the calmness oh, to room. go to another room or whatever yeah. the case is. I've seen situations like that. That's actually a good, more deep thing to think about, So man. when you start developing higher standards, yeah, you just, you not, this is not just about being this god with bitches and all it's not just about these selfish type goals that motherfuckers would try to paint or whatever to look like the nice guy the good person mm-hmm. it's about all this shit will eventually not just benefit you but your family your next generation your son your daughter your daughter doesn't get to see the mom bitch at the dad and then she takes that in or the, the son doesn't get to see the dad arguing and frustrated and then he takes that shit in all mm-hmm. that thing. These are just bigger things that you're not even probably thinking about because you're like, man, I'm trying to get on a first date. This motherfucker talking about kids and shit. Like, I don't worry about what my kid doing. It's like, this kid don't even exist yet. But this is just the shit that you start nah, to realize over the, time, man. It's a foundation aspect to it, though. If you're out here just following the formula, 
like okay you could do that for a while just to get experience just to know the art of actually fucking getting in a girl into bed and shit like that and, and getting a girl ch- attracted to you and building that shit in a more logical sense but when if you have that foundation of, of ethics and shit like that that shit takes your game to the next level anyway so you should want to do that anyway to take to, to take that fucking selfish goal to the next level it that shit feeds into each other that's just that but the chicks are gonna be they're gonna just enjoy this shit more like girls don't just stay in our lives because we're these like you know what i mean like they stay because the shit is enjoy they enjoy this shit yeah because we know we can read when they're feeling certain ways in ebb and flow situations right. to a more favorable way where other dudes who is like, oh, those guys are assholes because they're doing that. Yeah. You're not being considered because you're oblivious. And you're also making her considerate of your feelings because they be oblivious. So right. you're like not only making shit better for you, you're like retraining bad, good habits for her, your fucking family. And ultimately, because at the end of the day, men want peace of fucking mind, man. And that's what I want in my relationships. Facts. And on that note, the big question of this fucking podcast is, do you even want to re-spark interest? Think of it in that angle first before you take the next step into doing the things that we said to do in order to achieve that for, for yourself. That's deep, man. Yeah. Is the bitch worth it? Is she really, really worth it? Think about it. If so, then proceed. If not, then maybe you should think about your priorities. Write her name and then make a list of all her good traits and then make a list of all her bad traits. (laughs) And really have it in front of you. Use yin and yang, man, to really make your decision. And don't hold back, too. Don't hold no fucking punches, but also don't be a That bitch got a unibrow. Yeah. Her pussy ain't even all that. (laughs) (laughs) Not trying to be cynical here, guys. We just, like... From experience in our in our lifestyle, when you have abundance with women, you're gonna have all types. You're gonna have knuckleheads, and you're gonna have chicks that are way more cool, and they're like they're way more goal oriented and way more you know they're, they're a little more calm and come from a from a good family and shit like that. Oh yeah, because like a lot a, of dudes will be like, unit. "Oh, that game only works on those kind of girls." Exactly. Like, nah, dude, nah this been is... shy girls, the wild party girls, the right. fucking like the stiffs, whatever, man. Exactly. Like shit is universal. It's and we're in just... New York, so it's like white chicks, black chicks, Hispanic chicks, Asian chicks, Indian chicks. They're all fucking here. We all have had social interactions. We've all dated fucking basically. All the general fucking, you know, Races. race. Obviously, there's really specific ethnicities and shit. But you know what I mean? The general fucking blocks that everyone yeah, is yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, man. I think we've been through all the cultures. Like, I've fucked with an Asian girl before. I fucked with a chick that was Filipino and Colombian. A bunch of Dominican and Puerto Rican chicks. But you know that. I mean, we grew up in the Bronx in Brooklyn. Like, you, what you expect? Uh, <laughs> I've had a white girl, Italian girls. I've had... Different white girl. I had a Polish chick once. She was like six feet tall. She was bad as fuck. Dude, I had this Polish chick. She was tall as shit too, man. Yeah, maybe it's in their jeans or some shit. I don't Polish know. Chicks be tall, <laughs> but yeah, don't fucking pigeonhole us. This isn't some just some shit like, oh man, this may work for whatever, but for these nah, kind of girls. Nah, not, man. Yeah, a lot of motherfuckers nah. do that shit, man. There's just some inherent things when it comes to attraction and when it comes to romance and lust and all those different areas of this shit that are just universal fucking like pillars so we try to work off of that and then spread on into our own shit that's a fact man that being said people 
It's been a great episode. See you next week. Any last words, bro? Nah, man. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace. (laughs)